Welcome to Gain That Tune. going on everybody it's game that tune and we are back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan with us say hey hey we got david fleming say hey hey and we got the game that tune champion jesse kingston say hey hey what is going on fellas it's a uh, another fantastic night for game that tune a fantastic night for listening to video game music trying to guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia goofing off and having a lot of fun it's a fantastic night for all of those things and uh the winner whoever guesses the most games gets to pick a theme for our next episode and play bonus tunes and our winner last week was of course the game that tune champion jesse and uh jesse you get to tell us about the theme for this week's episode. What are we doing tonight? Oh, man. You know, a lot of us have been working hard and really had our our nose to the grindstone, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I picked games about grinding, you know, whether you're grinding for resources or grinding up on some daddy on in a nightclub or something. Or, or maybe, you know, you're sharpening like a sword or something and grinding you know the the blade down to a sharp edge all right yeah so there's all sorts of types of grinding what about a game where like you're running uh like a flour mill yeah but that's fantastic Mm -hmm. yes yeah that's a great grinding bigger the grindstone the better the game baby hell yeah you know what about games where you just like grew up hard on the streets and you had to grind to survive that's right yeah, yeah. there you go grew up around junkies and alcoholics and you want to sit here and talk about grinding <laughs> that's what we're doing what about it's gonna be great <laughs> what about games like cooking games where you add like just the zest of lemon or orange shit no that's rind games no that, oh pepper okay grinder. well i, I thought grinder. you were gonna say david you know fuck no zesting something is not grinding it that is you know <laughs> yeah. i will get take your ass to the kitchen bitch but no you were going with a rind yeah. versus grind <laughs> i was yeah. about to buy some cooking classes david because that was very concerning yeah. <laughs> don't buy david a cooking class unless it concerns frozen pizza john it's uh it's just gonna fall on deaf ears <laughs> but no rinding no sorry david it's not a rinding episode it's all about grinding um wow it, it threw me for a loop i thought i thought we had you cornered but you fucking you danced your way out of that one day <laughs> every once in a while i i come up with something good mm-hmm. yes yeah the uh, fucking fruit peel jokes on game that tune the david uh david specialty uh yeah we got a fantastic game coming tonight uh yeah we it, grinding can mean a new uh, number of things uh, as it relates to video games so uh, you know let's just uh, let's you know hop right into it man we got five fantastic games we got a fantastic fan request and uh, I think we just gotta we gotta start grinding so let's uh, let's start with the first uh, first game game one
All right. So um, Chris Carter of Destructoid was very critical of this game, uh, feeling that while its its sister game that came out on a different console had some redeeming qualities, the same cannot be said for this one. He criticized numerous aspects of the game, such as the sluggish pace, terrible dialogue, and the repetitive gameplay. He concluded the review by saying, rather than let you actually play, this game is content to make you wait, wait, and wait some more before you get to the decent but flawed platforming. The design is maddening, especially when coupled with the poor dialogue compliments of this new universe. So who's got some guesses? I'm suddenly worried that we're going to be hearing just a lot of generic RPG music tonight, and it's not going to go well for me. <laughs> uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Jesse says Grindhouse, which is incorrect. John says, shit, John, pull it back up. John says Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which is incorrect. And David says Sonic Riders, which is close, Uh but still not correct. This is Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal for the Nintendo 3DS. Johnny, I can't wait to hear your hot takes on the Sonic Boom games. (laughs) Uh, My hot take is that uh... This and uh, Rise of Lyric combined sold a total of 620,000 copies, making it the worst-selling Sonic game in the franchise. Really? Like, yes. totally, like, oh, wow. At at least as of 2015, I I don't know if the new games come out, you know, that sold worse than this one. But I'm sure Sonic Forces did better than that. Yeah. I like the fact that combined... 
they're the worst selling game. <laughs> like individually, it's even worse. Because, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. I mean, honestly, they they were kind of up against it. 3DS, famously, a very poorly selling system. Not very many 3DSs <laughs> out there, so it's uh, it, it's hard to expect them to have fantastic sales for the Sonic Boom 3DS games. Well, and also to be fair, I mean, nobody gonna correct the me on 3DS. that. The 3DS, no, no, no. I was, I'm gonna say like Sonic the Hedgehog, notable, cartoony, kid-friendly mascot. Not really the platform that 3DS is. Like right. the install base of the 3DS. Not really into like colorful platformers. That's right. That's true. right. Had, if this had come out on say the PS Vita, it probably would have done way better mm-hmm. because. Yeah, for the sure. 3DS famous, was famous for skewing towards a more mature audience. Like, you had that Grand Theft Auto uh, San Andreas port come out on the 3DS. I mean, really, they should have just held this over and made it like an Xbox Series X exclusive. Like, you, you're really going... It would going... have been so much better. Exactly. You're not, you're not really hitting a target market by putting it on 3DS and aiming it at kids. I mean, like, it's just, you know, who, who, who are you going for with this? Yeah, it's there. This game had no chance to succeed. It only makes sense that it would sell no copies. Um, it was not set up for success <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I, you know, I don't know uh, enough about these Sonic Boom games um, to know why nobody likes them. Johnny or um, David, because why they're don't terrible. Any, okay, I was gonna say, why don't people like these? Like, I, you know, when the when the Sonic Boom cartoon came out, I was like. Oh, I don't have a problem with this that a lot of people seem to have. This looks okay. But then I guess the games didn't uh, really uh, bring much to the table, so I, I don't know. Yeah, the game, like, so Rise of Lyric in particular was, was pretty bad. This one, I feel like it's not as bad as Rise of Lyric, because um, at least at least this one had music that was kind of fitting. Like, it had up-tempo, you know, music that kind of makes you feel active, whereas when you play Rise of Lyric, it's like, this weird, slow, like, sleepy music while all this action's happening. It's like, what is this? That's not great. <laughs> and then, yeah, so this game has, like, some cheesy dialogue and, uh, and, and, and weird jokes. Like, I remember watching a video and they were talking about, um, oh, crap. Basically getting into, like, space lizard conspiracy theories, but tweaked oh, for the, no. you know, Sonic universe. Or lizard uh-huh. people, I mean, space, space lizard. <laughs> Lizard so, like, conspiracy theories with tweaks for the Sonic universe, like secret New World Order stuff, blah blah blah. And I was like, that's kind of funny, but I feel like a lot of kids would not understand this. Right? <laughs> Please tell me there's a Sonic the Hedgehog equivalent of David Ike writing about Vector the Crocodile running the world from behind the scenes. Basically, and it doesn't help that uh, it doesn't help that Charmy B controls the media. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't help that Lyric is a lizard person. <laughs> like, that's basically <laughs> what he is. It's like, wow. A little on I the nose. Seem re- I seem to remember the 3DS game being better than the other versions. But, um, yeah, I didn't play these. I have seen the Sonic Boom cartoon, and the cartoon is actually pretty good. Okay, cool. I um, thought so. I watched a little bit yeah, with my it, nephew. I thought it was charming. It's um, it's charming. Like if you can get past, because I remember a lot of the controversy was like, Sonic everybody is super tall and he's got a neckerchief. Like, but it's isn't, isn't Knuckles like a big idiot too? 
Yes, he's well, like a big brawny idiot. Is Knuckles not a big idiot? But I never sometimes got the idea he has he was moments. A big idiot. Mm. It's like sometimes um, Knuckles gets very woke, and it's great. Oh, yeah, there's there's a lot of like fourth wall breaking jokes. Like it's actually a really a pretty good show. <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, I didn't. Okay, so yeah, when we were talking about Rise of Lyric, I forgot that that's the one that was on the Wii U. So yeah, all those all that shit we were talking about like install base that all applies to Rise of Lyric. I honestly don't know why Shattered Crystal, besides maybe just being terrible, uh, wouldn't sell well. Like seriously, there's you know 3ds's and kids out there with them in their hands. Like you know, make a good Sonic game, they'll they'll want to play it. Sounds like they didn't make a good Sonic game. Now, no. as I recall, it's it's glitchy and like the platforming is just kind of dull and boring. It's not so. It's it's it, it's not as glitchy as Rise of Lyric. That was terrible. Like I saw some footage of where that like it would slow down to like a ten frame per second crawl. And characters would just like pop into existence, shit like that. Well, Johnny, that's just this... stylization. That's just how Sonic is. He sometimes slows to a 10 <laughs> frame per second crawl. <laughs> I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog, famous for going very, very slow and deliberate. Exactly. Yeah. Gotta go really clunky. That's his catchphrase. If there's, one, if there's one thing that Sonic always says, it's get it done right the first time. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's Sonic. That's Sonic's main catchphrase. Gotta go, eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta go correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna go, you gotta go correct. That's right, Sonic. Thank you. Um, man. So, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was all the, about Rise of Lyric, not Shattered Crystal. I, I, yeah. yeah. The plot. Well, the plot of this game was confusing because I think it was supposed to take place after Rise of Lyric, but at the beginning, Amy gets kidnapped by Lyric, and Sonic's like, "Who's that dude?" Uh oh! <laughs> it's like, wait a minute! I don't. Huh. This must be a prequel because I don't know how you would know who this guy is. Yeah, I'm like when... just had a whole game with him. Gonna need to see like, like some intertwined release. timelines and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sonic Generations cross Sonic Boom Sonic Tenet. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's not a great game. The grinding comes in with the classic Sonic Adventure style grinding on rails. Oh, you know, okay, cool. Stages. See, I was worried. I, you know, I honestly kind of forgot we were supposed to talk about grinding. I, I was worried for a second there that somehow this was a grindy Sonic game. I'm like, how? What do you we, What do you mean? I'm like, you is there experience points? Or you gotta grind for rings? Ooh. Oh God, can you imagine that grinding for rings? Like. They're not just scattered all over the place. Yeah, you just gotta, <laughs> like, you gotta farm them and shit. <laughs> and defeat, like, Dark Souls-style bosses. <laughs> oh my god. I just want to go back because, John, when you said Sonic Tenet, like, I suddenly realized you were talking about the um, Christopher Nolan Tenet uh -huh. movie. But at first I thought you meant Sonic Tenet as in, like, David Tenet. <laughs> and I was imagining, like, Sonic Doctor Who's. Sonic Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to see. And they already have a Sonic screwdriver. It's like right there, the multi dude. Yeah. Oh. Like the multiverse version and all the regenerations of Sonic the Hedgehog. Honestly, like for the next version of Doctor Who, could they just maybe make it Sonic? <laughs> like, what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> Sonic's the 15th Doctor or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, why not? Yeah, that would be yeah. so good. What's Oh, crap. What's the name of the voice actor from Sonic Boom who did Sonic? Roger... Uh, so, uh, Roger Craig Smith. Smith. Roger Craig Smith. Yeah, B. make David him Doctor Who. <laughs> wow, 
What? Well, I was going to say, he's also <laughs> no longer the voice of Sonic. Yeah, so like, yeah, ben you, can make it, you can make it unofficially Sonic by, ooh, okay, yeah, Ben Schwartz as Doctor Who would be great too. Ben Schwartz oh, as see, Sonic as Doctor Who. Okay, I want to so, see John Ralphio as right. Doctor Who. I was about okay, to say, so, yeah, it's let's like, just make it like, <laughs> <laughs> like, should we see Ben Schwartz as Sonic as Doctor Who, Ben Schwartz as John Ralphio as Doctor Who, <laughs> or Ben Schwartz as Dewey Duck as Doctor Who? See, now I so, made my. I got my Sonic screwdriver the old-fashioned way. I got run over by a TARDIS! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh my god, we Doctor Who, what, what time are you from anyway? Technically, I'm homeless! <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, yeah. Oh uh, ben Schwartz <laughs> looking like John Ralphio, playing Sonic, <laughs> playing Doctor Who. That's the way. Oh my god. And, and, <laughs> oh my occasionally god. he meets his sister and Buddy, please. Oh, I man. just love the, the idea of like, shows up. Do Doctor, who are those? They're Daleks. They've come to exterminate their the world. <laughs> oh yes. Gotta, gotta bring back that podcast, guys. They we miss look it. like they're holding lunches. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so anyway, that all sounds better than uh, Sonic Boom, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. you know, shattered crystal for uh, 3ds. <laughs> eh, sounds way better, in fact. <laughs> let's go. Let's start pulling some strings, pulling some uh, some resources together. Let's get that. Uh, get the Ben Schwartz Sonic <laughs> Ralphio Doctor Who get thing made, and then the game version of it will be. Utterly perplexing. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of game is this? The I licensing think... for this game was insane. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's a Doctor Who Sonic game that takes place in Pawnee. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really grindy for some reason. <laughs> I think, I think the Doctor Who Sonic the Hedgehog Parks and Recreation game is literally just fanfiction.net the game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, we could write it, fellas. We could be the ones to write it. <laughs> it's actually a dating sim. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, throw a little Dream Daddy in there. <laughs> anyway, um, Johnny, is there anything else on uh, Rise of Lear or Sorry, not Rise of Lear, Shattered Crystals. Uh, and actually, fi final question. You own a 3DS, John. Did you actually play this fucking game? Game 2. Didn't think so. <laughs>
sorry, I was at the in the bathroom. Was that song too? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, so this game begins with the king sending you on a quest to rescue his daughter. However, it's possible to explore the world and defeat the final boss without ever rescuing the princess. Gentlemen, uh, who has those answers? Um, also, before you reveal your answers, I just want to make it clear: uh, this game had a different name in America than Japan, but well, don't both yet. both names will be accepted. No, because one is Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, can we free my accurate kanji? Okay, um, so. John Regan says side Whoa. quest into glory and poon. Uh, sadly incorrect. Did that say poon? Uh, John. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just John and Jesse both have the correct answer. This is Dragon Warrior, aka Dragon Quest. Never heard. Of I it. think the the characters were different names in Dragon Quest, weren't they? Um. You know, I'm not sure. I think possibly. Hmm. Not oh, important. yes, they were. The important um, thing is, which is more American? A quest or a warrior? Probably warrior. I mean, warrior. Here in America, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I don't see what's so wrong with the name Dragon Quest. Like, were people in the 80s Apparent just not looking for a quest? Apparently there was like a pen and paper RPG series called Dragon Quest, oh, so wow. they couldn't call it that. Um, and then come like 2000 when Dragon Quest 8 came out, the the other series like discontinued and went bankrupt. So they're like, eh, fuck it, it's Dragon Quest 8 now. Yeah, good, very good. You know, I can't believe they would you know risk angering that one guy that invented a pen and paper RPG in his basement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Just, you're a fucking big company. Put out your Dragon Quest game if you want. Jeez, we can handle it. We can handle the quest. We're ready to answer the call. We don't need, it doesn't need to be warriors. Do you even play as a warrior in Dragon Quest? You do. <gasps> um, so you play as a hero who um, you can name. And in this game alone, um, the name of your character actually like determines your stats. Like, based on what letters you use for your names, like, that's Ooh. your initial stats that you have. So, like, certain names are key to like being very strong um so if you put the wrong name this game gets significantly harder because like 
leveling up oh. gives you less stat growth. What a puzzle oh, to solve. Oh I love it. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. Yeah, so um, what's the strongest a, name in the game? Is it well, like all Z's? Bruce. <laughs> funnily enough, um, I was actually looking up like what's the best name to have and everything. Like, how does the naming system work? Because um, I downloaded this game on Bingo. Switch. Warrior. Two of the best names that you can have are Link and Zelda. Oh, Which I wow. think is really kind of funny. What? Appropriate. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I downloaded this game on Switch because I was like, you know what? The the first game in the series, like, I want to play it. I want to see where Dragon Quest started. Um, apparently, it's not super long. So I was like, okay. Um, it's, it's definitely the beginning of RPGs. Like, it's very fundamental and very basic. Uh, you don't get a party. It's literally just you. Oh. Um, there's only one save spot, and it's like talking to the king in the castle in the center of the world. Oh. And I was playing it, and I was like, every every time you talk to him, he gives you kind of like a status update. So I was playing it um, actually on my commute home from work today, and he's like, oh yeah, you great hero, noble hero, if you collect... 290 experience points, you'll increase your strength. I'm like, alright, 290 to the next level, like, that's not so bad. Like, I've played Pokemon games where the next level is like 12,000, like, sure. 290 is easy, sure. So I crossed a bridge, I got into another area oh, with stronger monsters. Please there tell was me this... this has fractional experience points. <laughs> <laughs> there was this, like, I can't remember the name, but it was like a magic wizard monster. Use some spell that took off like a third of my life. It was like, okay, stronger enemies. We're good to go. Killed it. Like, congratulations. You've defeated it. You've gained eight experience points. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hmm. Like, it takes a while to level up in this game. Yeah. Okay. So hold on. I'm no egghead. Uh, yeah, I'm no mathematician <laughs> here, but <laughs> 290 divided by eight. David, that's going to take over a thousand encounters to get those experience <laughs> points. <laughs> so, okay, John, that's definitely not right. <laughs> You're way off. It's really like 2,000 encounters. Okay. Yeah, shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, 290 <laughs> so, so close to three. Yeah, so it's like 2,400 <laughs> encounters to, to get those experience points to level up once. That is a grind. Yeah, it's... It's very, very grind-heavy, um, but it's still, like, it's still charming, and it's still adorable, and I've been enjoying it. Um, it's it's definitely one of those games where, excuse me, like, when the theme came up of grinding, I just thought of, what I like about this game is, you ever get into, like, a groove, and you just get into that zen mode of just repeated actions for, like, level grinding, oh, like... Yeah. You just kind of zone out and relax. Like, that's what this game kind of did for me, and I like it. I feel like lately with games, I mean, I don't play a lot of games that are grindy, but it, it seems like as I've gotten older, like the repetition, the you know, repetitive action, usually ends up causing me to feel sleepy. No matter like how action-packed the game is, I'm like, I guess I'm doing this again. And it, yeah, it just... Uh, I think I've lost my ability to grind certain situations because I start, like, dozing off. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just not the man I used to be. I used to be able to grind for days. But, you know, jeez. Yeah, there's, like, there's like two paces I like nowadays. It's, like, either something where 
don't have to think too much. And I just kind of repeat the same actions a few times, you know, and the game could take a while. That's fine. But, you know, I can like work on it for an hour and come back. Or I want to be Super Mario Land 1 and I want to beat it in like 15 to 20 minutes. Bingo, off. Baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's the way. Yeah, it keeps you awake. <laughs> so, David, you said this game is pretty quick. So how close is it to Super Mario Land 1 in terms of quickness? Um, so it's more than Super Mario Brothers 1. Okay. Um, no, no, Mario Land 1, because that's even I'm sorry. shorter than Mario Brothers 1. <laughs> Mario Land 1. Uh, yeah, it's significantly longer than that. Um, okay, because I was looking on, up like... How early on in Dragon Warrior can you find Star Road? Hmm. You know, there is a hidden cave in like a poison swamp that I haven't gotten to, so maybe Star Road is there. I like it. I'll have to check. Take Star Road to the back door of the final castle. <laughs> Knock it out in eight minutes, baby. <laughs> the dragon lord just turns around like, God, hey, hey, hey. I knew I shouldn't have put all that fucking neon. Yeah. <laughs> Let your ass in here. How'd you get past uh, the lake of fire? That's that door's for deliveries only. What are you doing here? <laughs> Badge. Let me see the badge. Oh god, you're the dragon warrior. Oh shit. You Why is nice music act? What are you doing here? Oh no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Either that or like you just arrive, unsheath your sword, like a vast dragon lord. Like, oh thank god my Uber Eats is here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you ever thought about why there's a back door to Bowser's castle? It must be for deliveries or for the band to come in. Like, you know, there's... I mean, I mean obviously, it's for Millie Vanilli. We've all watched the adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3. That's true. <laughs> Though, I mean, really, yeah, the delivery entrance of Bowser's castle in Super Mario World raises a number of questions, mostly based on how difficult it is to access Bowser's world. I mean, like, you can't drive a truck out there. He lives in a giant skull of his own head in the middle of the ocean. So, like... You have to drive a truck into the ocean and then fall into Bowser's big mouth and then pull into the back door? Uh, yeah, it, and plus, to, to get to the back door, you gotta take the secret exits, right? So it's not oh, even, yeah. like, on the map. Right. <laughs> that truck has to drive over a bunch of blargs and shit. It gets complicated. <laughs> but Or you take Star Road. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, and, I'm, I'm about, very... F Go ahead, Jesse. I was just say Bowser has to really trust you if he's gonna let you into his back door. <laughs> I thought that might be where I was going. <laughs> and, you know, Bowser's got that little sign in his kitchen that says "Back door guests are best," and you know, it really just means you know he welcomes all into his home. But to those that know him, they know that Bowser really likes to get pounded from behind. That's just how it goes. <laughs> it's a double entendre sign, is what it is. <laughs> Little ceramic okay, this, thing of Bowser. <laughs> this is this is not the direction I was going to go, but do you think maybe that's why he keeps kidnapping Princess Peach? Like secretly, Princess Peach is the only alpha top in the Mushroom Kingdom. That's probably it. He's, she probably yeah. is a mean pegger. Mm-hmm. Like she, she's actually just like <laughs> she she plays prim and proper lady, but she's actually a dominatrix. Yeah, <laughs> for she puts a. Use the frying pan, then a tennis racket, then a golf club. <laughs> yeah, you know, the lady in the streets. Yeah. Princess Peach in the sheets. <laughs> Princess. <laughs> what a lady in the streets. Peach in oh the my... sheets. <laughs> oh my god, there's a shirt idea if I've never heard one. David, oh get my god, drawn, man. We just. Yeah. <laughs> draw, draw Princess Peach with a strap on. 
We yep. just no. It's just we need to have like on one side a non copyright actionable version of Princess Peach <laughs> with princess in the streets and like a nice frilly font, and <laughs> then Princess Peach or non copyright actionable version in a dominatrix gear that just says Peach in the sheets. Yeah, no, I mean honestly, that's <laughs> that's gonna become a new saying for me now. Princess in the streets, Peach in the sheets. It's gonna be fucking <laughs> some way I compliment somebody at some point, and it's not gonna end well for me. It's uh. Yeah, it's gonna be an what are you trying to say? Exactly. I'm just saying I'm gonna fucking try to recount this to somebody that I think I can like say it to, and they're they're not gonna enjoy this. It's not. There's very well. few situations where you can describe somebody as being an X in the sheets. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. That's pretty rare. Listen, lady I, mean, I work with. Butt, like I'm <laughs> saying, it's like the butt fuck men. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You yeah. could you bust it out with your wife, you. and then just have her look at you like. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. How the fuck have we been married this long? What did you just say? <laughs> Get out of here. Street Peach just, in the sheets. Yeah. Aren't Princess Peach the same thing? <laughs> what? Uh, just just text your wife a picture of Princess Peach with the strap on. No explanation. Yeah. <laughs> like just Let, and then yeah, that's that's the thing after that. Balls in her court. Just <laughs> she can figure it out. <laughs> Balls in her court until it's up yours. <laughs> the locks are changed when you get home. I love that all this is coming from a discussion of Dragon War here. I was just about to say, so Dragon War. We're not talking here. about Super Mario World. It's weird, bizarre sex mods at all. Well, how else are you gonna make some slime? Oh, oh, There's your segue, jo David. <gasps> yes. Look at that little guy, David. Wash oh. your hands. <laughs> I, oh my god! For the pot, for the people listening, he didn't. Oh, he yeah. did not produce. <laughs> I do just realize how that's going to sound in podcast form. He for those listening in podcast form, I do have water. a stress ball slime. So, yeah, no semen. So. Um, right? Yeah, he didn't no, show no semen. Something else. <laughs> um, oh, look at that little guy. Go watch. Oh your my hands. god! Could that be the new no homo? No semen. <laughs> Remember, it's not gay if you come on the pillow. Oh, no, no, it's like, girl, girl, you know, the outfit's looking pretty hot. No semen. <laughs> like, it's a way of saying, like, yeah, it's really hot, but, like, no, but I didn't you're not come. coming. Do you have to say yeah. no homo when you compliment a woman, John? <laughs> no, I would say no <laughs> semen. I really love those shoes. No homo. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> are, we, are we getting into a no homo thing now? This is getting fucking weird, guys. Yeah. Have we um, all moved past? Like, aren't we post no homo? Yes, very. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why post no homo is no semen. <laughs> so, speaking of things <laughs> that we've... title, um, no semen. <laughs> implying there's no semen on this show is a slippery slope, gentlemen. Oh, we're like, a slippery slope covered with semen. Yes, yes, of course there's semen. What are you talking about? Um, Why I would you ever say that to somebody, John? You know, no semen. Yeah, implying there's no semen. All right, Come well, on. No, no semen. I know peace. <laughs> I, I think to go back to your question, John, what we're talking about is Dragon Warrior. Yep. Uh, I, I like my semen like I like my scrubs. Don't want no. 
Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Zach Braff or something. Nope. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, season eight and under only. <laughs> no! <laughs> I like my semen how I like my scrubs on right. nurses. <laughs> and at that time, I began to wonder, maybe saving lives is, is more important than... <laughs> maybe moving on to the next game is more important than David wrapping up his thoughts about Dragon Warrior. <laughs> Uh, Dragon Warrior, it's a very basic, grind-heavy RPG, but you know what? It's fun, and I enjoy it. Hot take, it's fun. <laughs> All things that can be said about semen.
All right, so uh, most of this game takes place on one of the randomly generated paths, and uh, the player is constantly working to upgrade the hero's equipment and strategically placing terrain elements in an effort to survive increasingly difficult enemies.
All right, let's see those answers. Okay, David's got his locked in. Oh, everyone says Loop Hero. That is a hat trick. This is Loop Hero uh, taking the nation by storm. Um, I think it's already sold like 5 million copies or something. Really? And uh, Yeah. I was and about it's... to say, is that the subtitle or is it just doing really, really well? No, it's doing really well. A lot right. of people are talking okay. about it. Loop Hero um, colon taking the nation by storm, yeah. which in no way describes the gameplay of the game. Just a no. really great subtitle. <laughs> yeah, I would love a game subtitle Loop Hero. Take the nation by storm. I think it sold five million copies or something, <laughs> or something, on Game Pass and uh, PC as well. No, it's not on Game Pass. What? No, I Ooh. paid money for this game. What? What? Yeah, yeah. I paid. Good. I paid upwards to uh, twenty dollars. How long has it been game? since Jesse's played a game on the show that he actually paid real money, not Game Pass, like, download time for? Like, this is, uh... Ghost of Tsushima, maybe? Shut up. Okay, fine. I mean, to, be, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> it's been longer since Johnny has played a game on the show that he has played. That I'm going to need to go to the foot, like, the, you know, the spreadsheet <laughs> to figure out. <laughs> yeah, but see, no, that's the thing, because Johnny keeps bringing, like, these weird, like... Acme Animation Studio games and shit, and you know he fucking played those stupid fucking things. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> he didn't just you know, pull that one out of his ass. Like, no, no, no. He, you know, he had experience. Um, yeah, but did he play Sega Gaga Gaga Gaga? That is a good question. No, and I got game overed because that didn't even come out in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, right. Bingo. <laughs> so Johnny, take your ass to Japan and play Sega Gaga. Uh, but in the meantime, Jesse's playing Loop Hero, a game he paid real American dollars for. He gave up a whole Andrew Jackson plus Taxon for this fucking game. So, Jesse, it must be a good game. I mean, I bought it Friday. By Sunday, I had 20 hours on it. All right, all right. Whoa. So, <laughs> well, I was doing some time. Yeah, that's some time. But um, it's it's a... It's so like charming. It's, it's got its hooks in me. Um, it's got its like loops it's, in you. Yeah, very, very. So many loops. Just, got just hooks one in more your loops, loops, like a like a big old Velcro. Like a like a loops. loops. It's definitely a one more run game where mm. you just like just one more run, and then you're like, oh man, I could do this. <laughs> oh, look, it's next three a.m. That was there went yeah. my one more run. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> pretty much. Yeah. Um, mm. like, and it's good for like. Uh, like a second screen game because like at first you'll be like wanting to like maybe watch something while you're playing it but then you'll start noticing that you're paying way more attention to the game than what you're watching oh yeah and then so then you're like okay but um it's a very weird game it like it has this cool like uh late 80s computer game aesthetic um the music like you heard was really good um and it starts off with like this uh a skeleton wizard from space destroys the world and uh you're this guy and you just like go around in like a circle like a loop um and every loop is different whenever you when you do it um and you just walk around and there's like slimes on the path and whenever you run into a slime uh you get into a little like battle thing and it's like an auto battler so like you have no control of, of that part of the game but every time you kill something you're either getting equipment 
for these cards. And so the equipment, you can constantly be equipping stuff onto your character, upgrading your stats. Um, there are three classes, the warrior, the rogue, and the necromancer. And like the necromancer is cool because you're just summoning skeletons the whole time. And you can have like six different skeletons fighting for you at once, and it's really cool. Um, but then the cards are all stuff you can lay down on the um, the loop. And so like you can like add some like mountains, and if you add enough mountains, you'll get like a really good hit point bonus. But it'll also start spawning harpies that fly from the mountain somewhere onto the loop. So mm. then you got to fight harpies. So you got slimes and harpies. Uh, you got cards where you put down like a, a, a city or a town. But then when you have more towns, uh, a bandit camp forms, you know. <laughs> so Sweet. then you got bandits that show up in the town that you have to fight. Um, maybe you put like a, a grove of somewhere and then wolves start showing up in the grove. Hmm. Or like a, if you put a, you can put a, a vampire mansion next to a city or a town and basically the vampire uh like kills a bunch of people and then there's like zombies in the town and so if you uh go two loops and kill all the zombies for two loops the third time the city will upgrade into like a um like a vampire estate and like the vampires are like you know having the people like live good lives and uh you get like whenever you run whenever you go through a, a city uh, that heals you and you get a quest and so then one of the monsters on the loop becomes more powerful and when you kill that monster you get more stuff mm, okay because yeah I was so, about to ask, why in god's name would you place a vampire mansion then <clears throat> like yeah don't place well, no, the, don't yeah, place yeah. the vampire mansion yeah. if it's just gonna cause vampires to eat everybody and turn them into zombies like okay well yeah. i'm gonna toss that card away like <laughs> not placing that no, i man. Don't need to well, deal with that shit. Well, <laughs> like, but well, then we, we have such different energies when we play games, John. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm talking. I'm talking real world. If you're a city planner and somebody's like, you know, they come to you with a pitch and they're like, "Listen, I want to build a vampire mansion with real yeah. vampires that are gonna eat your fucking citizenry." I, I'm gonna I'll, be like, yeah, "Listen, I think that doesn't really. I don't think that's really in the best interest of our kindly little town of Vampire Mansion. I'll say it again, John. We have such different energies when it comes to planning cities in real life. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well, it's true. Nobody yeah, comes to me key. with, like, Vampire Mansion. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Okay, let's, let's bring the okay, chaos. Vampire let's Mansion, but it's not, a, like, it's not a sex dungeon oh. in any way, John. It really is just a, a mansion that will attract vampires that will kill people. Well, see... Oh. <laughs> Oh, that changes things. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. It's not a sex well, thing, John. <laughs> yeah, but then you get upgraded quests, rewards, and more healing if you if you save the city. Sounds the, great um, in the game, not so much in a real yeah. city. <laughs> oh no, no, no! You don't. <laughs> I don't want upgraded quests in my city. I like a quiet little town. <laughs> Here's the thing: vampires will not make zombies. Vampires will make more vampires. The question is: Can a vampire? feed on the blood of a zombie because I think you may have just solved the vampire problem. That's true. Like, if you have a vampire mansion and in the backyard is just a zombie farm, you don't have to worry about vampires going into the town mm -hmm. and attacking people and creating more vampires. David, honestly, write it. Write you know, isn't that there shit, some... that's the next AMC fucking sensation show. Like, it could be ghouls. Yeah, you know, just uh, 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 something about a town of vampires that has 
come up with a clean energy solution. You know, they fucking, they solve vampire global warming by just feeding on zombies all the time. Like, no, see, that's actually... That's, solve their biggest that's problem. The, <laughs> that's the cure for the zombie apocalypse, is vampires. But what happens is the vampires become, like, the elite capitalist class, because now they're charging humans to run the zombie farm so that zombies or vampires don't attack them. David, it's like, you're yeah, so you pay close. us money... And we will suck their blood and keep you safe. You're so close to a marketable, fantastic idea here, David. I need you to write this down. Like, get a fucking sticky note and remember to come back to this. This is, that's a really good idea. People will eat that shit out of your hand. <laughs> yeah, instead instead of global warming, it'd be global suddening. Like, the sun's staying out longer for some reason. And mm. the cure is zombies somehow. No, no, I, I mean, it's the I'm point is, the writer, vampires, vampires <laughs> and humans can never coexist, so they found a way to coexist by just leaving humans the fuck alone and eating zombies who never die. It's a great idea. Like, <laughs> of course, eventually you gotta turn some more humans into some zombies, so it's a little iffy, but, like, for the most part, like, if, you, if there are vampires in the world, wouldn't you let a couple people be zombified just to keep them off your ass for a while? Yes. Or just make true blood. Oh, right. maybe, maybe it'll be like um, the, uh, oh God, what's her name? The, the, the lottery, the story that we all had to read in like high school, like every town has a lottery and one person loses to become zombified mm -hmm. to go to the vampire farm. The vampire That's hunger terrible. games. <laughs> the, the vampire giver. <laughs> it's going to give you the ability to see color. One color, red. I'm sucking your blood. It's me, Jeff Vampire Bridges. Vampire 451. <laughs> anyway, sorry, but I was like, just don't place the vampire mansion is what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I can solve that problem real fast. I mean, yeah, we all want the upgrades, but like the headache of the vampire mansion, does that really make the upgrade all that worth it? Hmm? Well, yeah. it, the trick is if you, put it next to your, if you put it next to your camp, and you've built watchtowers, then you have archers fuck that shit up. So mm. that's pretty cool. Okay. Um, so like while you're killing stuff, you're also getting resources. Um, and then whenever you uh, either die, if you die, you lose sixty percent of all the things you gathered, and which that's kind of sucks. Um, but, or you can wait, and whenever you get to the camp, if you stop and then leave, you can take everything you have with you. Um, so then you get like a camp screen where you can build stuff onto your camp, like a, like a library or a gymnasium or, um, a, uh, like a crypt, um, different things like that, a smithy. And that unlocks different cards or, uh, um, different classes or, um, just like different passive abilities that just make you stronger. And so you're constantly upgrading your camp and then going on these expeditions and building up the loops and, um, every time you go through a loop, uh, the monsters get stronger. So you have to kind of like play this like game where you're like, where do I want to place this stuff? Do I want to bunch it all up next to my camp? And and then just try to, um, <clears throat> you know, kill a whole bunch of stuff at once. And then, or do I want to spread it out? You know, I want to throw some farms over here. What do I want to do? And it's just, you're constantly just, you know, looking at stuff and dragging weapons and, and items around and, and it's just 
for a game like when people try to describe it a lot they're like it's kind of like an idle game but it's not an idle game it's kind of like a deck builder but it's not a deck builder it's kind of like a sim game but not a sim game it's it's just it's it for some reason it checks off a lot of weird boxes when i'm yeah. playing it and it's just so addicting and it's like kind of casual but at the same time you're you get to the point where you're like oh shit am i gonna can i make it to this last loop and then leave and that or am i gonna die and lose all my shit you know what do i uh can i swap this like ring out for this other ring or or what if i put a farm here will i heal up or will i accidentally spawn some bandits like oh man what do i do and, I mean, you know, how would vampires feel if you just build a farm next to it <laughs> yeah instead of that what if you build a farm it's weird if you build a farm next to a vampire manor it doesn't affect it but if you build the uh the, the farm and then put the manor next to it then it affects it it's weird it's like huh. some of the, okay. the little cards have different combinations of things that to do um one of my favorite like early combinations is uh the grove with the um i think it's called the blood grove and basically it's like this uh anytime you fight something near the blood grove whenever it's at 15 percent health or less the trees uh send vines up through the ground and eat the things so like you can finish stuff off pretty easily <laughs> if it but but then sometimes uh the stuff that gets killed that way comes back later on as like a weird flesh golem so then it's a new thing you have to fight sweet it's it's a it's a really cool clever little game yeah sounds like it into it. I just want to. I just want to interrupt <clears throat> to say, flesh golem is now officially what I will be calling my penis. Oh, good. <laughs> and my wife just happened to be walking by at that moment. <laughs> so, David, does that mean are you? Is your penis out now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have my hands up. Live viewers can see. You see what your wife is there. You, you What's the context for calling it? What's the context for calling it a flesh golem? Is it is it going to be in the bedroom or is it going to be like when you're at the doctor? <laughs> no, it's flesh golem in the sheets. Flesh golem in the streets, but a David in the sheets. Oh, see, it's it's a flesh golem, and that means in order to get an erection, I need you to write scripture on a piece of parchment and stick it underneath my penis. <laughs> Obviously. Okay, yeah, just making sure I was getting my references right, Dave. <laughs> cool. What's that, that very <laughs> same golem? That that joke made sense to like three people that listen, but those three people laughed very heartily. Yeah, that landed somewhere. Um, <laughs> I mean, actually, I call my penis flesh golem because it evolved from a flesh graveler. It frequently uses Ooh. self-destruct. <laughs> Exploded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, man, Jesse, this game sounds dope. Uh, yeah, I uh, I need to check out a video of it. I know you streamed it this week. I need to actually see this in action to fully understand it, but it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. You know how I knew that this was this he game? Finally looked, I, guys. I finally paid attention this week to what Jesse was streaming. I was like, Did hey! you actually watch it or just look at the title? I watched it for a few minutes. Oh. Yeah. Wrote down the title. <laughs> did, you, did you actually watch it or did you just check the title? Game 4. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, cool game, and uh, you know I think it deserves to check out. And you know my final question: so if archers are killing vampires, are they 
shooting like stake arrows and you have to hit the the vampire directly in the heart or are they like garlic tipped arrows like hey, how does an archer kill a vampire jesse you know i'm not sure but i did equip a thing um or is it the light my... arrows from zelda <laughs> are they shooting like sunlight through the vampires well i did equip in my camp some garlic which uh allows me to do more damage to vampires all so. right all right i listen okay. guys i have a question why doesn't medieval fair restaurant serve you steaks with steak arrows? I was gonna say, I know you meant, I know you meant steak arrows as S T A K E, but I definitely thought of S T E A K and just like arrows made of prime cut beef. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, sounds yeah. Great. I don't, Steak I, on an arrow. It would have just no effect shoot that on a meat arrow into whatsoever. my mouth. <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically just a turkey leg, but yeah. in a bow and arrow. It's just a slim jim shot from miles away. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I want a full like ribeye at the end of an arrow, and you go to medieval, you go to medieval times, and they like fire the arrow from the pit onto your plate. Oh, it's I thought amazing. it was amazing. I thought it was gonna be like you know like a um. A hibachi where they throw the shrimp at you, but they shoot a steak. <laughs> Fire some arrows onto the grill. <laughs> How do you want this thing cooked? <laughs> That's it. Like, maybe the steak arrow is just an arrow kebab. Point was, not the the word steak at all. Uh, fine. Yeah, you, you guys took my, my you know, stupid vampire joke and made it delicious. Appreciate that, guys. Uh, yeah, let's keep it going, guys. <laughs> Game four.
All right, guys. Um, man, what a game this is. Let me tell you about this trivia. Uh, this uh, this game had a playable demo release January of 2012 for Windows and uh, Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Playing the demo would unlock special items for use in the full game, as well as in Mass Effect 3. However, the demo quickly garnered negative attention for being buggy, and according to Major League Baseball Hall of Famer Kurt Schilling, it was way more buggy than anything anyone should ever release.
right, guys, I'm sorry. I do have to issue a correction to that trivia. Kurt Schilling has not been elected to the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, good. Uh-oh. Yeah, fuck Kurt Schilling. Johnny drew penis saying, no seam. Uh, Jesse says, Kingdoms of Amalur. And David has the complete answer, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. That's two correct answers. Yes. Kingdoms of Amalur. Colon Reckoning. Um, what a game, fellas. You guys, uh, anybody, uh, anybody reckon with those kingdoms? Oh, man. The demo that came out on Xbox 360, I played the fuck out of this. That buggy-ass demo. You're one of those guys. You went online, you're like, Kurt Schilling, what the fuck's wrong with you? Um, I sure did. Mm-hmm. I went on to NeoGAF and Reddit and, <laughs> you know, all of the websites specifically uh-huh. calling Kurt Schilling out. Yeah, went on to Breitbart, and you're like, hey, fuckstick, why'd you release that <laughs> shitty <laughs> demo? <laughs> Um, yeah, which was really confusing because that was like the top comment on a post about how, you know what? No, I'm going to drop this. <laughs> drop yeah, off the yeah. bus, David Quick. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I have not played the uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Uh, really, I just picked it because it was a fascinating uh, recent RPG. I was like, you know, just kind of looking up RPGs, and this one actually got a re-release just uh, last week or so on the Switch. Uh, yeah, with okay. one of the dumber titles I've ever heard. Uh, Kingdoms, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning. <laughs> we gotta do it again! Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> re-reckon this bitch! <laughs> Um, I think that's a really stupid title for something. I'm just saying, like, call it, you know, Reckoning Remake, or, you know, just just call it King of Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Don't call it the Re-Reckoning. It, uh... Did they re-reckon anything? No, they just fucking ported the game forward. Like, you know, fuck off. Uh, you but better anyway. re-check yourself before you re-wreck yourself. <sighs> you know, well I'm, said. I'm, so dis- I'm so disappointed they didn't call the Wreck-It Ralph sequel Re-Wreck-It Ralph. Re-Wreck-It Ralph. Re-wreck it Ralph. <laughs> Ralph's gonna re-wreck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this... Uh, this game has so many interesting things in its pedigree. It's absurd. Like, so it was developed by uh, a company called 38 Studios, founded by former Major League Baseball pitcher Kurt Schilling, who apparently is like a big time gamer and he decided he wanted to fucking found a studio. Uh, this. So let me just read off some of the people that worked on this game. Uh, you know, it was directed by a man named Mark Nelson, formerly of Bethesda. It was designed by Ken Rolston, who uh, worked on tabletop games and in you know, video games. He was the lead designer for Morrowind and Oblivion. Uh, it had a uh, it had writing by uh, fantasy author R. A. Salvatore, who I guess is like some kind of big name in fantasy. Uh, yeah, real big. Gordon, uh, Gordon, what I read, he had written, they were anticipating this being a franchise, and he wrote over 10,000 years of backstory for the kingdoms of Amalur. Like, the guy fucking went in depth. Uh, some of the art direction for the game was done by uh, Todd McFarlane, who also was, like, the you know in-house art director for 38 Studios. And then the soundtrack for this game was composed by Grant Kirkhope. 
Huh. So, huh. like, this is a fucking hell of a game here, guys. <laughs> and then... I was gonna... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, as you were talking about everything, it's like, you know, art direction by Todd McFarlane, who I don't really think you need to explain who Todd McFarlane yeah, is. No, see, I, I, at first, I was like going to joke, be like, you know, Todd McFarlane, the guy that made Family Guy, made this bizarre <laughs> ass RPG. <laughs> no, I figured I'd just let Todd McFarlane kind of rest. <laughs> like, you know, figure that one, you know, you guys uh, get that one. Um,. But yeah, so it's like got this fucking crazy pedigree. It's like this RPG with Todd McFarlane art, Elder Scrolls designers and writers, and a Grant Kirkhope soundtrack. I'm like, that sounds fucking dope. I can't believe this studio went out of business right after releasing this game. Like, there's no way <laughs> this company was having money trouble or was being crazy and mismanaged. No way! <laughs> um, yeah, don't they... Doesn't he owe, like... A bunch of money to like some city <laughs> yeah that's the beauty like I, this was honestly that's the reason i brought this it's just been a fun wikipedia rabbit hole so kurt schilling's dumbass took out a he moved the studio from one state uh from like pennsylvania to rhode island on the promise of a 75 million dollar publicly funded loan from the state of rhode island and immediately began defaulting on that loan um, the, the company went bankrupt shortly thereafter <laughs> and I call that a home run. Yeah. And they were ordered to repay the state 61 million of the 75 million they had been lent, uh, all kinds of weird backdoor fucking crazy deals. And just like a company being completely mismanaged, you know, unbelievable from, you know, notably reliable and even killed Kurt Schilling. Um, whoa, whoa. A company mismanaged, not with the pedigree of working with Todd McFarlane. Yeah, not Todd McFarlane. Surely, Jess. No way. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it. It became a big fucking mess, and the company went out of business. This was their single player game. They had to cancel their MMO that they had planned. Uh, which is kind of a shame because honestly, all these elements in like an MMO sounds like a fun fucking MMO. Like, you know, this game sounded really cool. I have no intention of playing it. Like, it's cool that it got a Switch re-release. It's cool that the Switch re-release, uh, in no way gives money to Kurt Schilling. Um, because it Even got better. bought out. Uh, Always a plus. <laughs> this, uh, the company's, and it's like assets got bought by... I guess the new THQ. THQ apparently is now a company again. Uh, THQ Nordic? THQ Nordic, yes. So some company bought the name THQ and bought a bunch of stuff. And so now the new THQ, THQ Nordic, has republished Kingdoms of Amalur, The Re-Reckoning. And I'm like, you know, I'd almost think about giving that some money now. I don't have time to start a big grindy fucking RPG, but like, I would almost think about it. Like, Todd McFarlane art and fun kind of, you know, like, uh, real-time battle systems and, you know, fucking this fantastic Grant Kirkhope soundtrack and all this, like, Skyrim-type shit. All sounds good. I'm not gonna do it. But... <laughs> It was just too fascinating to read about and not talk about. <laughs> like, and I love just reading how badly Kurt Schilling failed at all this stuff. That guy's such a piece <laughs> of shit. Like, <laughs> it's so good, man. <laughs> like, he's such, he's just such a fucking loudmouth, like, transphobic, homophobic, racist, 
Islamophobic piece of shit that just Ooh. to continue reading about how his company crashed and burned was just, oh, it was just, it was a wonderful read today. And then mm. I was reading about his Hall of Fame candidacy while we were listening to that third song, and I found out a delicious little tidbit. So it turns out, Kurt Gilling has been nominated for the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame nine times. You can nine only be nominated times. ten times. And after wow. that, you it's like, okay, it's not happening. So they're not just going to keep putting him on the ballot. And after his ninth time, he attempted to say, please take me off the ballot. I will let a veterans committee decide if I should be in the uh, Hall of Fame because I feel I've been you know, discriminated against because of my tendency to make outlandish and controversial and racial statements. <laughs> and basically, think? The, the Hall of Fame committee said, no, we're just going to put you on the ballot one more time. <laughs> like, nice. So, like... He's not getting in next year. <laughs> no one likes this I, guy. I, you know, I got a, I got a I follow-up <laughs> question. I got a follow-up question because you know the 10 times rule exists because somebody kept doing it. I want to know Who how many guys person? have made it on there 10 times was and it, just been like, it, no, we don't like that guy. He's not Hall of Fame Rose, material. Maybe? Yeah. I want to know who made that a, a rule. Who kept get, who got on like 20 times? So mm -hmm. they said, okay, fine. We're setting a limit now. Yeah. All right, Kofax, you're in. But after this, no one gets on the ballot more than 10 times. <laughs> Good Wait, question. Has they, have they ever let Pete Rose in yet? Or? No, he's still like totally banned from baseball. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I just love those people who are like, I am being unfairly discriminated against for sharing incredibly hateful, horrible <laughs> things about minorities. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. you know, it's unfair, David. He should be enshrined in a special hall of fame for sports, despite the fact that he is an outspoken bigot. It's not yeah. fair, David. <laughs> There's I mean, plenty of outspoken to... bigots in that Hall of Fame already. They just didn't exist in the social media era. That's true. Do I mean, maybe what we need actions? to do is begin a an asshole Hall of Fame and Kurt Schilling could be like Dude, that's, yeah, one that's of the real inductees. <laughs> You know, oh, Kurt man. Schilling's just going to start his own shitty Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Dreamcasting Asshole Hall of Fame. Okay, Kurt Schilling. One. Two. John Regan. All right. Three. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> no, I don't want to be in the Hall of Hall with Jeff. No, so are you no. saying we need to rethink this hall, John? <laughs> yes. No. One, Kurt Schilling. Three, Jeffrey Epstein. Two, Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, his... His place is predetermined. He's in the highest halls of asshole fame. But anyway, is, is, the, is the hall of asshole fame just hell? Is that what it is? Like it sounds like it's just hell. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so because I'm probably going to hell, and I don't oh, think David. I'm a hall of fame asshole. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you'll be going to that middle place. You're not going to the asshole hall of fame, David. That's definitely not the case. Yeah, you'll have beer, but I'm it's just warm. going to heck. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you'll, you, you, you'll have one VHS tape of Cannibal Run 2. Yeah, Johnny, we get the reference. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not going to play the new you know, remake of Kingdoms of Amalur, but it, it, the whole thing is intriguing to me. And the game has such a cool pedigree and so many people that worked on it and that got bamboozled into going into business with you know some <laughs> fucking hyper-conservative dipshit. It was really cool to just read all that stuff today with a little just 
I'm not even gonna say a little. A lot of schadenfreude. It felt good to read about this spectacular failure of a game. Um, For real, I want to look up this article and read it just to read about how Todd McFarlane <laughs> got bamboozled in business. I'm just, like, that sounds amazing. It's so good. Like, you just, because you know, Todd McFarlane is just such a notoriously great businessman that for him to somehow go into business with someone even worse, it's like, this, you know, can we get a movie? Like, we need, you know, I need to hear about this. This is like the new fire <laughs> festival. <laughs> like, I would pay so much money for that movie. Yeah, I, I would too, man. I would too. Um, but yeah, great soundtrack. Shout out to our boy Grant Kirkhope. Fantastic tunes. You know, it's, uh, it's some of the most modern and, you know, it's some of the least xylophony Kirkhope music that we've ever featured, but you know, just a wonderful soundtrack. So we, you know, we love that guy, and thank goodness he got out of the, you know, whatever, you know, horrible contract he was under. Um, but yeah, great, uh, great tunes from a weird game from a fucking weird company, and uh, that's just kind of. That's all I had this week, babies. I don't play grindy games. Like, I, I had to fucking dig on this one and found the best story I could. So, mm, That's good. Love it. Game 5. So, okay, for Game 5, uh, I actually picked uh, three games. I was going to do that thing whoa, we did last whoa, time. Whoa, 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 a whole new yeah. segment. What? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So, this is, you know, triple play was okay sounding. But uh, I thought maybe it'd be cooler if we called it uh, VGM Threesome. And so I took three of our tunas and I took their three requests and we're going to make it sexy. Play the sound, Johnny. Wait, before you do, I just want to ask, VGM Threesome is... Is that what we're going to call this segment? Is that, that the final is, name? That name is not final. <laughs> we're not sure yet. We'll, we'll hear the sound and maybe that'll determine it. VGN threesome. VGN threesome. VGN threesome. Oh no, it might be final. (laughs) Oh my god, that's beautiful.
right, this uh, is comes from the Discord from the last Recon, and uh, this little trivia bite. Uh, Maxim gave uh, this game a perfect 10, saying that the body count is rivaled only by novel gameplay features and production values that make blood spurts akin to snowflakes. No two are the same. Looking to put a new action hero on the case? Slate's the guy. Just pray he doesn't charge by the bullet. <laughs> Wait. Hmm. This is from the Discord, one of our new Patreons, uh, Last Recon. Yep. BGM Fight Club host, The Last Recon. What a guy. Really, uh, really mad I didn't look at the request this week. <laughs> you know, I did, but Jesse's smart enough to remove them. <laughs> Let's see, um, ooh, um, <laughs> when Slate's Grindhouse Adventure, David says no. Uh, question mark Johnny no and no it's not Mad How Mad World um, John it is uh, Dead to Rights so this game Dead to Rights I did play it briefly it's like a weird um, uh, it's a very action movie type game. It came out on the PlayStation 2 as a Namco joint. Yeah. Um, I think you might have had a dog in this game. I might have misremembering. Um, but I do remember there is a part where you have to um, be a stripper briefly. And uh, there's a mini game where you like grinding up on people and stuff. So <sighs> that's why mm. last last freaking picked this game because of that mini game. All right. Well, that's a <laughs> there is our most ridiculous use of grind for the episode good god uh i was gonna say like you know it's a grindy like grand theft auto ripoff like what no yeah. no 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 it's just uh, nope strippers grinding. Some, yeah strippers grinding you know that, you got, it had to come up somewhere that makes more sense did you ever yeah. play this game jesse very briefly it, i remember it being kind of cool um it's i remember if it's the game i'm remembering there was a lot of uh like quick time events and the gunplay was fairly unique like i definitely feel, feel like maximum is giving it a way better score than it deserves but at the same time it's still a pretty okay game to play see i mean that's the thing man maxim's video game reviews they were obviously <laughs> you know just i don't know i i don't want to call their integrity into question but maxim maxim's you know game section they yeah you know, I don't really want to find a way to connect this all to Gamergate, but it, uh, Whoa. it's all there. <laughs> that, okay, let's, this was the earliest that indication. That escalated of it. quickly. <laughs> yeah, let's, just, let's get to the next song. Unbelievable.
All right. Um, That's fast. Yeah, let's see. Uh, this um, game, based uh, heavily based around Norse mythology, has a job system uh, consisting of 13 classes, um, but eventually, uh, after several updates, it reached over 50. And this came from our discard, Discord from Acre. Let's see, David is about to drop it. Johnny, you I'm don't have to play the to we all got it. it wrong sound <laughs> again. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to play that three times for the second one. <laughs> yeah. uh, Epcot's Maelstrom, no. Valkyrie Profile, no. Odin Sphere, no. This is uh, Ragnarok Online. And uh, this game, I actually did play it um, a long time ago. David, you looked like you were about to say something. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel bad that you actually did play this game and could talk about this game, because can we take this segment and just talk about Epcot's Maelstrom? Because, God, that ride was awesome. It was cool, yeah. Um, it's now a Frozen ride. I know, a... and I haven't ridden it yet, and I want to, but I still miss Maelstrom. It, I'll it's... never ride it. If it's not Maelstrom, I'm not interested. <laughs> like... No, it's it's still fun. Um... Okay, Johnny, for real, did you do you have memories of the Maelstrom ride at Epcot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that being like the one ride at Epcot. <laughs> like, name other rides at Epcot. Spaceship uh, Earth. Nope. Test Maelstrom. Track. End of list. Uh, th- uh, uh, the three um, Los Caballeros. And that's not me sticking up for Epcot. Epcot fucking sucks, John. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Epcot's that's, okay. Great. We're we're not going to get into that debate. John, I think we should. Uh, Epcot I... sucks. I maintain well, it. <laughs> John, did I say it was good? I said there's one memorable ride. Spaceship Earth! Spaceship Earth, the River of Time in Mexico, um, but I do really want to ride the Frozen ride just because apparently like, they have the newest model of animatronics. Like, yeah, it's nuts. Uh, apparently the Elsa animatronic is amazing. It's and crazy I've looking, goddamn yeah. smoke show. It's wild. <laughs> I would I would smash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heckin' ass smash that fucking. I mean, no, no semen. Oh, Johnny got it. They have that side before you get into the log. No semen. Please yeah. keep your semen inside the car at all times. <laughs> but yeah, this is a old school uh, MMO, so lots and lots and lots of, of semen. And semen. Um, grinding out that you do semen. fight little slimes, so they could be made of semen. Well, that's canon now. So, yeah. um, man, this that's crazy. This came out in 2003, and the movie version of this didn't come out until, what, like 2017, 18? Yeah, I guess so. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't think this game is related to Thor Ragnarok, but I could be mistaken. It's not. It has Ragnarok in the title. Yeah, yeah, David, correct Norse. me if I'm wrong. This is a Ragnarok game. That's the Ragnarok it's... movie. <laughs> Very loosely based. Yeah, correct me sure. if I'm wrong. Jeff Goldblum was in both. Artistic I believe vision. that's literally what I just did. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm right here, man. I'm pretty sure I was not corrected wrong. Uh, having not played this game, I'm I'm feeling pretty confident that these are two related properties. Very loosely. Do both have Cape I mean, chat? Um. Yes. I mean, more games should have Kate Blanchett. Mm, with yeah. that headdress, baby. <laughs> Kate Blanchett me online. As many times <laughs> as you want. 
No seam. <laughs> See, it works. You're just working your way to making sure no semen is the episode title. Stop trying to put no semen over everybody. It's not happening. Oh, it's far its way over. It's super over. God damn it. Yeah. That's a new shirt design. No oh semen. Better than fetch. <laughs> Princess in the streets. Peach in the sheets. Parentheses. No semen. <laughs> All right, next one. I want a shirt that's just parentheses, no semen, and that's yeah, it. That, no visuals, no design, <laughs> literally just that. Sold American. <laughs> Good God. Johnny, you can't be saying stuff like that right before I'm about to put <laughs> fucking trivia in. God damn it. Oh, okay. So, um... Uh, okay, so gold farming has been a source, a primary source for real-world income for many Venezuelan players of this game uh, due to ongoing economic crisis in the country. Um, in 2019, the exchange rate... For every one million in-game gold coins, uh, a worker could earn about fifty cents. Fuck. Okay, <laughs> I feel significantly less confident in my answer now. Hooray! This came from uh, Tasty in the Discord. And ooh, Maple Story, you know, World of Warcraft, no, and uh, <laughs> Aladdin, no. This is a uh, old school RuneScape. Mm. Oh. Yeah. The uh, tie into the movie Old School with Owen, uh, with Luke Wilson and Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're the RuneScape characters. Old School colon RuneScape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh no, that's Owen Wilson. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Frank the Tank. Yeah. Frank the Tank. So this is the game where you can play as Will Ferrell going streaking. <laughs> Yeah, you uh, take some horse tranquilizer and punch a clown. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yep. Uh, uh, you go to Home Depot you and you have a good little Saturday. <laughs> yeah. That movie's way better than, like, you know. Old you school just think holds about up it, pretty like, yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great good. movie. Yeah. It, it nearly tanked Elf. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, that's funny. Because they shot Elf in this, like, at about the same time, and this came out in theaters first, and it came out, and they were like, shit. Like, people really like... <laughs> Will Ferrell's like you know, um, well, what's uh, frat pack? You know, Will Ferrell, right? And Elf is way yeah, more wholesome. Kind of kids <laughs> they're, like, they're like, what do we do? Whoops! <laughs> I oh like man, it. good times. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I, I can't really yep. keep going with fucking rooms uh, with uh, old school references. It's been a while yeah. since I've seen it. You're my I know boy, Blue. Old man. Yeah, there you go. The You're old my man. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Missed that um, movie. That'd be a good movie commentary. Uh, yeah, let's just do it right now, Ooh. Johnny. Get it downloaded. Oh. All right, All right download Put it old on school. the list. Yeah. <laughs> No, watch it now. It's, it's my turn Dan's next, right? Captain America style list of movies that came out in the last twenty years. Uh. Yeah, so okay, so we got we got old school, we got dirty work. It's a good list. Elf, we're not obviously. Why, why is dirty work on the list, John? We're not watching dirty work. If they Our, vote for it, <laughs> yeah, the fans decide that, not us. I'll decide for the fucking. <laughs> We're still live, John. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I hate to pull back the curtain on these movie commentaries, but no, you know, I won't let that win. I'll buy bot <laughs> votes to not let that win bot any votes. movie poll. Like, I'll fucking I do like it. I like the idea that it's just like three frat pack comedies and then the van. Like the yeah. van is always on there. I'm gonna Ooh. also buy bot votes to get that not even on the poll. Like yeah, <laughs> somehow it's going to be deleted from the poll. We're not going to have to talk about the van ever again. Uh, mm. Anyway, uh, so old school. Um, <laughs> it, that that's got to be one of the earliest appearances of Alicia Cuthbert. She's fucking you know <laughs> smoking hot in that movie. Uh, the chick from Grey's Anatomy plays I guess the love interest in the movie. I think um, Snoop Dogg's in it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. got Snoop. Um. Hmm. Oh, uh, Piven? Jeremy Piven. Piven. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Vince Vaughn in it? Yeah, Vince Vaughn's like yeah, just the third guy. Yeah. He's the other guy. Yeah, he's yeah, the guy yeah. with the kids all the time. Which I could, I, I kind of want to watch it again now because I could fully relate to just like, you know, having to earmuff my kids and say a bunch of fucked up shit around them. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's like that's my favorite scene. Where it's just like all you have to say is earmuffs, like earmuffs, cock, shit. S. Okay, right. don't go crazy with it. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't push it. Uh, God, that's how I feel around that's... my son all the time. Every time that little kid uh, like utters what even resembles a curse word, I just clench up a little bit. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking this whole thing up. Like, I, mm. so old school awesome. Rootscape is still going, right? Like, yeah, it's yeah. been around since 2007 oh, or so, I think. That. Yeah, it's still going. It's crazy. They've that's made amazing. like some different versions of it, and I remember playing like the first one, like um, that was on like browsers or whatever, and uh, lots of grinding, lots of grinding. Um, but yeah, it's it's RuneScape. There's nothing really to talk about unless you, you know, played it, and it's a tasty request. And uh, music's okay. I'm a little pissed, man. I didn't know about it, and I need to consult with you guys more on you know research for this kind of thing. Uh, it came out twenty fucking years ago. <laughs> Yeah, you it's know, crazy. Was not oh on God, GTT oh Gems for January whatsoever. <laughs> like, oh wow, that came and Oops. went. Hmm. Oh well. It's yeah, recognized by I the mean, Guinness Book of World Records as the world's largest and most updated free MMO. Good for it. Yeah, they still update it. I remember reading an article about that recently about like the hoops they got to jump through to push out updates. It's not easy anymore. Like it's yeah. uh, of course not. It's. You know, it's it's like trying to update. Um, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of some like programming thing, but that uh, it's like trying to put out new NES games at this point. Like it's it's it takes some effort to do it. Oh yeah, I guess yeah yeah yeah. Okay, cool. and I'm sorry. So wait, 
is are we talking about RuneScape or are we talking about the 2013 release literally called Old School RuneScape? Well, I think the Old School RuneScape is based on the original RuneScape, but they just like jazzed up the graphics or something. Okay, they better not have jazzed up the music because that's going to, oh man, it's going to really throw a wrench into you know, what we're trying to credit here and what the fuck we're talking about. It's weird. Um, I agree. Just like the, you know, VGM threesome. Yes, just like Andy Dick in that weird bit part in old school where he's playing like the sex instructor and Will Ferrell oh, yeah. goes inside to beat him oh, up. What yeah. the fuck was that scene about? Yeah. Yeah. I say that every time I see Andy Dick, Andy Dick doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that scene about? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, why was that in it's there? It's weird because... Like, the entirety just... of... The entirety of In the Army Now. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that about? Right, listen, Andy Dick. I love In the Army Now. That's going on the poll. Uh, uh, we are the know. few, the proud, the Glendale Water Boys. Mm-hmm. I love everybody in that movie except Andy Dick. <laughs> like, See, I but, thought you were going to say it's like, that was my reaction after like seven seasons of news radio. Just, what the fuck was that? I loved when uh, John Lovitz beat the shit out of Randy Dick. That was pretty cool. I love when Johnny. Uh, we were thinking about getting a bunch of cameos for the show and you can get Andy Dick for less than a hundred dollars and Johnny's idea was let's make him admit that he like gave (laughs) Phil Hartman's wife the drugs that led to her killing him (laughs) and I'm like Johnny what are you doing and and, uh, Johnny's obvious response was like worst case scenario he tells us to fuck off best case scenario he records the cameo and says it I'm like oh god we didn't do it. That cameo never made it on the show. <laughs> Thank Christ, God. Yeah, I don't want Andy Dick anywhere near yeah. GTT. <laughs> so anyway, uh, RuneScape. yeah, RuneScape um, has been part of our VGM threesome. Yep. Just VGM like Matt threesome. Walsh, Artie oh, Lang. VGM threesome. <laughs> VGM threesome. Oh, I love the guy at the end. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the sexiest sounding one. That's the kicker. I I listened to so many. There was some really funny <laughs> ones. Like there was one that was like seven minutes. Not seven minutes. Seven. seven. I was gonna say you made these, right? Like, <laughs> no, there was one that was like seven seconds, and he was going like, Wah! "Oh my god, we got we got a release the Jesse BGM threesome cut." Yeah, it's just like four hours of BGM threesome. BGM threesome. Longest cum shot compilation possible just edits the phrase VGM threesome into it over and over and over again. (laughs) Jesus. Um yeah, no, that was uh that was uh not bad VGM threesome, Jesse. I gotta give you some credit. Uh you know, mostly not bad because it was all requests. So thank you very much to all our requesters for their fantastic requests. Jesse, give them uh some more credit. Baker, uh Tasty and Last Recon great pile of requests guys and what a fantastic way to come up with uh you know to knock out three requests in one episode that's fantastic you know more bang for the buck guys or less bang as it were i don't know um but anyway great round great game johnny let's send it over to the calculating computer to sort this one out calculating computer activated computers beeps boops Scoring complete. This game's winner is... 
David Fleming. Oh, good job. What do you know? Oh, cool. Yep. David scoring in a threesome. Awesome. Did I you mean, have to make a wish? <laughs> I I feel like that's a sex thing that I'm not prepared to comment on. No, but David, it's a VGM yes. threesome. Yo, wait, David, you were talking about your flesh gold earlier. What yeah. are you not ready to stop it? <laughs> I don't want to get too well, uh, too weird with it, but... You should have you know, seen that. Well, you know, talking about my flesh golem is about me. When I start talking about a VGM threesome, I'm incorporating other people, and I want to respect their boundaries. Maybe they're not ready to talk about it. Just say no semen. No semen. <laughs> yeah, there that makes go. it fine. Done. Okay. Name names, David. <laughs> Let's get uh, spill that tea. Uh, No, anyway, David, fantastic game tonight. What a what an episode. What a show. Uh, I'm curious to know what you got in mind for next week's episode. Well, I gotta say, tonight was a lot of fun, and this was a great episode. And honestly, I kind of want to shake things up. So I think it's high time we bring back hate that tune. Oh, awesome. Okay. I feel like everyone paused like there was going to be some kind of sound cue. And or there just, was no, sound no cue. I was like, you know, I, I was taken aback. It's like, we had a great time and like, blah, blah. And now let's talk about hate games. I'm like, yeah, games we fucking hate. Yeah. Like, you kept the same positive tone the whole time. <laughs> well, I just, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Let me do another take. There we go. Uh, So tonight was a lot of fun and I think we had a blast tonight, but Honestly, I think we need to shake things up. And I think it's high time we bring back Hate That Tune. Hot take. (laughs) I miss my old hate sound. Where'd it go? I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you and I hate your guts. Mm Mm-hmm. I used to have a sound for that. Those were the days. And then I tidied up all my files and all my sounds went away. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It's not there. Nope. I mean, I just, I hate not you. There. I hate you. I don't even know you and I hate your guts. No, I, I heard it, David. That's definitely going on the soundboard. Uh, keep keep working on that. That's uh, Love three. Oh, I hate that. That's the legitimate opposite of hate. I really fucking hate that. <laughs> How absurd! I love that. I Are love... we just playing sounds? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this giant, yeah. Let's, let's just play the VGM threesome. <laughs> VGM threesome. VGM threesome. VGM threesome. And I use the uh, world complete music from oh. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, because oh, yeah, you're, you're finishing. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what that was. Slide right. down that pole, baby. Um, man. Uh, yes. So anyway, fantastic, David. What a what a hateful show that's going to be next week. I'm so glad that you're so excited to bring back hate to gave that tune. It'll be a blast. Uh, I'm sure we're all prepared to drop hot takes. You know, you know, I feel like I keep on picking my games a couple weeks early because, like, you know, I don't actually hate Kingdoms of Amalur, but I could talk about Kurt Schilling for like 30 more minutes about how much I hate that <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, like no semen. And just like tonight's episode was grinding, and I had Genshin Impact a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I keep on getting these things too early. I'm, I'm you know, shooting these things just shooting a little too early. It's a problem I deal with all the time. Um, 
but no, it's going to be a, a great hateful episode, and that's going to be a blast. So uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening tonight. Thanks, everybody, watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tone. Uh, we're in your podcast devices on Tuesday mornings. We appreciate you listening. Share it with your friends. Uh, you know, spread the word. Game That Tune's the best. Thanks, everybody, checking out Patreon.com slash Game That Tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We got uh, GTT Gems, we got mixtapes, we got movie commentaries, we got a lot of fun stuff going on over there at Patreon, and we appreciate you guys supporting us. Special thanks to the absurd fans over there at Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Wise, Sam L., Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, The Last Recon of the VGM Fight Club, and Unsaddled Zebra. What a fantastic group of awesome patrons we have over there patreon.com slash game that tune uh thank you to our three requesters tonight fantastic request they made their request via our discord server but you can also hit us up uh game that tune at gmail.com or find us on twitter at game that tune uh, or you can find us individually on twitter i'm there at jgangsta187 you can find john regan on twitter at jp regan jr you can find jesse moore on twitter at Sega underscore legend. And you can find this week's winner, the you know, hateful man himself, David Fleming, on Twitter at DFD Fleming. All right, man. Tell us, uh, tell us about something you hate in anticipation of next week's episode. Let's uh, let's hear some hateful tunes. Well, uh, since next week's theme is going to be hate that tune, we are closing out with catatomic catastrophe from Bubsy 3D. Oh wow, that's really fucking appropriate, David. I love it. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah, this ain't ain't going great. (laughs) Bubsy 3D Fur Bitten Planet. as he rightfully should have. Going home to his home planet. Is this still going?
Jesus Christ. Guys, are we still yeah, here? Why, did, why didn't you fade it? Don't fade way. it, John. <laughs> Fucking soak it in. This is your problem now, David. Rolled again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, no. uh, <laughs> Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal is copyright 2014 Sega Games Company Limited. Dragon Warrior is copyright 1989 Spike Chunsoft Company Limited and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Loop Hero is copyright 2021 Four Quarters and Devolver Digital. Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning is copyright 2012 38 Studios and Electronic Arts. Dead to Rights is copyright 2002 Namco. Ragnarok Online is copyright 2003 Gravity Company Limited. RuneScape is copyright 2001 Jagex Limited. I'm uploading VGM face into the Discord. Very oh, good. good. With Very the caption, your new ringtone. <laughs> See, but now people, I feel like, you know, we might have shot the load a little early. I feel like we have to use that fucking sound from now on. We're going to have to, you nope. know. Yeah, it's going to be a different one every that. time. People are going to be yeah, like, why is it VGM3? The... Someone are going to be like, we said the name wasn't final. <laughs> not final. Horny motherfuckers. Yeah. And now, I mean, VGM3 was a lot of fun, Jesse. That, that was Thank so you. good. You should, though. You see, you should have taken it even weirder and been like, "It's an all request threesome." Acre, the last reekin and tasty in a threesome is the name of this segment. Just you know, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no semen. <laughs> it's a threesome it works no semen. so well. Ugh, it doesn't, John. It's a nonsense thing. Uh, no semen. Just looking for verbal punctuation marks, and you found one, John. But it doesn't really make any sense. <laughs>